Yeah, that soccer show is proud to be a part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Go check out all the great coverage of soccer in the Carolinas at soccer, the letter N, sweettea.com. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by upstatefit.com, your upstate home for all of your AdvoCare products. Hey, you might be asking yourself, what is AdvoCare? Well, basically, I like to put it this way. AdvoCare is kind of the Nike of nutrition. They've got all of your vitamins, supplements, uh, sports performance, energy, anything that you're looking to do to make your life healthier and better. They have something that could help you. Everybody has something they could get out of what AdvoCare has to offer. And it is helping me this year. I have just signed up to run a half marathon at the end of March. And I am powering my training. I'm powering my days. I'm powering my health, my fitness, my energy, and everything with AdvoCare products. And I would love to talk to you more about how AdvoCare is really changing my life. You can visit their site at upstatefit.com to check out all the products that they have available. You can also send an email to upstatefit at gmail.com with any questions and just to reach out and let us know you're interested. We'd love to talk to you more. Now, let's get to the show. This is Yeah, That Soccer Show, the completely unofficial podcast that talks all things Greenville FC, NPSL, and so much more. So come on, Greenville, this show is for you, it's about you, and we want this show to be driven by you. So email the show at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com or slide into our DMs over at, at YTSS Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. What's up, Greenville? Welcome into episode number five of Yeah, That Soccer Show. Hey, before we get rolling with today's episode, just want to say thank you for all the positive feedback about last week's live show at 13 Stripes Brewery. We've gotten so much positive feedback that we are for sure going to do that again sometime soon. So just stick to uh, Milltown GVL and at YTSS Podcast on Twitter. You should be able to find out more about when we're going to do that. I know there were some folks that missed out and uh, we're really sad about that. So we are definitely going to try to do that again. Um, it was so much fun. Thanks again to 13 Stripes Brewery for letting us set up shop out there and do that. Um, hey, got a great show for you lined up today. We're going to have an awesome interview with Ben Gosshorn of Soccer and Sweet Tea, who covers the Charlotte Independence up there. He's going to talk a little bit about USL um, and the Charlotte Independence, but really he's going to talk about how excited he is for Greenville FC. If you were at the meetup last week, you might have gotten to meet him. He's originally from Greenville. He's got a cool story, and I can't wait to get into that interview. But before we do that, wanted to talk a little bit about the big news that Greenville FC had this week. Uh, the schedule finally dropped. We know when games are going to be played. Um, and some big things that I noticed jumped right off of the bat. Hey, we're going to have eight home games. That is awesome. The team is really fired up for that. Um, I'm really fired up for that. A lot of great games coming up. And look, they're almost to their goal, uh, their stretch goal of 200 people for this week signing up to be season ticket holders. So I hope that you are Jumping on that, if you haven't already done that, uh, it's a great gift. Hey, late Valentine's. Maybe you forgot to get your Valentine a Valentine's gift. It'd be a good gift to get them season tickets to Greenville FC. 
Um, if you weren't able to go check out Soccer and Sweet Tea this week, I actually put up an article about the five biggest games um, for Greenville FC this week. And uh, a little teaser for you, there's four home games and one away game in there. Um, and so I've ranked them five to one. That's a great, uh, great article, great read. Um, I think it's got a lot of information about why we should be fired up for this season and these games. Um, so, yeah. So, without further ado, I'd love to get to our interview with Ben Gosshorn. Uh, he is at the Soccer Goose on Twitter. We forgot to mention that while we were chatting. Um, so, go give him a follow. He's a good follow uh, for USL, for Charlotte Independence, and for his excitement of Greenville FC. So, without further ado, let's get to our interview with Ben Gosshorn. Welcome to episode five of Yeah, That Soccer Show. And this week, we've got a special episode. This is something we're going to do every couple weeks or so. We're going to do a little bit of some one-on-one profiles with fans of Greenville FC, future fans, current fans as the team's getting put together. Um, And so we've got a special guest this week. Joining us from Charlotte, North Carolina, part of the writing staff at Soccer and Sweet Tea, one half of the hosts of another podcast on that network, Talking Jacks, that covers the Charlotte Independence, Ben Gosshorn. Ben, thanks for joining the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I think that's the longest introduction I've ever had on a podcast or in general, but but thank you. Yeah, it's nice to be a part of the podcast. Well, it's not every day we get uh, top tier journalists on our show, so we have to we have Don't to give you to we have to give you top billing and full <laughs> full rundown. Um, so Ben Ben has been on our Slack chat on our Soccer and Sweet Tea Slack chat. Um, he has been super fired up about Green Bluff C. He's uh, he and I have talked a lot about Green Bluff C because Ben has a, a connection to Greenville. He lives in Charlotte now, but hasn't always. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ben, talk a little bit about about your love for Greenville, how you're connected to the city and, and why, why you're so interested in this. Yeah. So I went to school, uh, high school in Greenville. Um, which high school you got to tell everybody. Wade Hampton high go. school, uh, go generals, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so I went to high school here. Um, I lived here for probably about 10 years or so, um, after school and whatnot, just working, doing different things like that. Uh, and really, I, it's just been fun to see the city grow. Because um, when I graduated high school was in 2009. Um, and before that, obviously, downtown wasn't much of anything. And it's been really nice just to see the city expand and grow, um, get all sorts of different shops and breweries and, and different things like that. Um, it's been an entertaining ride to see the city grow in that case. Um, and on top of it, with my love for soccer, it's been uh, entertaining because... Uh, the reason why I'm essentially in Charlotte now is to continue to cover the team, Charlotte Independence. And really it's just been fun to see the, that team grow. And I got invited to a game uh, by my roommate, Chris Davis, um, and really was not a major soccer fan, to be honest with you. Uh, I went because I knew that Chris wouldn't steer me in the wrong direction and he been was really amped up about the team. Um, it was their first year, and yeah, I was excited to see what uh, soccer was like in person. Um, and I've been to some minor league baseball games and some hockey games and, and different things like that. Um, but it was really cool to see the difference watching soccer in person was. Um, and it was really, it was just a different atmosphere. Um, I'd never been to anything like it before. Um, 
and that was a game where we went into, and my, my roommate Chris was telling me, okay, this team we're playing is really good. We're probably going to lose to them. We're not doing very good this season. Um, and we ended up even beating them. It was Louisville City that time. Um, and it was just an, a crazy game because the – I, I want to say the game ended like 1-0. But the the one set-piece goal they scored, the uh, Patrick Slogic was the guy's name. He, uh, he headed a ball in off a set-piece. And he runs to the stands, and we all grabbed him. So there's a photo of me, like, grabbing him as That's he jumps awesome. into the stands. Um, so it, it, it kind of grabbed my fandom at yeah. that point. Uh, it was a really cool moment. Um, and ever since then, I, I went to a couple games here and there um, that season, uh, being the Charlotte Independence first season. And then the next year, um, I had to get season tickets, uh, sure. even though I was still living in Greenville. Um, so I made up a lot for a lot of their games. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was really cool to be a part of that atmosphere. Um, just be a part of something different, I guess you could say the camaraderie that's based on soccer. Sure. So would you say, what was your exposure like prior to, prior to you getting into going to that game and and starting to follow the independence? Did you have much of a soccer fandom or was that kind of like the birthplace of your, of your soccer fandom? Uh, I mean, I can vaguely remember watching some soccer games here and there. It would be more or less like, a, oh, there's nothing on TV or um, nothing distinct. So it was right. the birth of my soccer uh, fandom in that case. That's um, I think that's really encouraging, especially for people who may be following Greenville FC, and this is like the first time they've ever really, really watched soccer, they've ever really followed soccer, yeah. to know that, hey, just because this isn't, uh, Premier League or yeah. Serie A or or uh, men's national team, like because yeah. just because it's local uh, lower division soccer, it can be the birth of something that becomes a passion of yours so much that you you move states and move cities to yeah. to really be a part of it and be invested in. It. And so that's I, I think that's such a cool story. Um, you know, different people come at, at different times, but it really is the kind of sport where I think watching it in person. Um, just totally changes your perspective yeah it really does because like i said i maybe watched a couple world cup games um i mean i played some soccer Mm -hmm. in uh in school um but the the crowning achievement was when i uh i wear glasses of course and i was wearing metal frames back in high school so i went to head a ball and i scraped my (laughs) bridge of my nose and i had no idea i just i'm sitting here holding my glasses in pieces they sent me off the pitch, and everybody knew that I was the guy who cut my nose in the game. I, awesome. I didn't do anything in the game, I don't think. Um, so I didn't know too much about soccer, but it was a really cool learning experience, um, getting to know the game through that, mm-hmm. um, and just being a part of a, a lower division team was something I never thought about. Because, like I said, I've been to minor league baseball games, and it was always just, oh, it's the quality's not there, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's whatever. Um, but it was just really entertaining to, to see players develop. And they, they have a partnership with the Rapids, mm. which is cool to see different players that were higher quality be on the team. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, you, you're, you're missing the point that, that soccer's boring, though, right? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, would, I would beg to differ in so many ways. It's just, it's especially in person, too, because you yeah. get the songs and the cheering, and it's a very. It's, it's entertaining, too, because I'm a really timid, not necessarily timid, but I'm a really reserved, introvert-type sure. person. 
but I, I turn into a different person when I'm at soccer games. Right. It's, it's really entertaining. Um, a hooligan. You could say that, yes. Definitely a hooligan. <laughs> um, I, you could say berate the referees. Yeah. Well. Um, and we, me and my group, uh, being Chris Davis and a couple other friends of mine, we've uh, got our season tickets specifically for the Independence every year behind the away bench. So we just we heckle the away bench. Uh, we yell random things. Uh, it's and it's just it's fun. It's fun being yeah. a part of that atmosphere. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> talk about. I know. I know. You said you kind of you, you go to a game. You start to develop this love for the team. You decide you wanna you wanna be a part of covering this team. So what what does that look like for you? How are you involved in terms of? covering the team through your writing through your podcasting and and why why did you start doing that and why do you why do you keep doing that yeah so it was really because there was a lot of things i needed to learn about Mm -hmm. the sport and about the league and uh different players and there was a a big interest of mine to just know more about the sport um and it was a really organic thing where um i found myself at work um (laughs) looking up stats and things like that Mm -hmm. and just wanting to know more about the team and then the team we're playing against. Um, and with the USL, it's really nice because you can watch YouTube streams of old games and you can watch live games. So there's a lot of accessibility there mm. where I just wanted to know more. So Chris, my roommate, uh, was just telling me, hey, you should you should come on staff with us at SNST. You, you're already almost doing this anyways. Mm. Um, and I had never done anything like it before. I, I'd, I'm, not my, I'm not very eloquent writer to be honest with you sure uh, it's nothing i had done in any context um so i was a little nervous um but it was an opportunity for me to um learn more about the game learn mm-hmm. more about the teams um so it was really organic in that way which was really nice um and it was really cool just to be able to put my passion into something like that sure um and then that so you start writing about the team mm-hmm. a little bit and writing from not necessarily uh, as much of a highfalutin journalistic approach, but really from a fan's perspective, which yeah. I think, you know, being a fan of soccer, I I prefer to read a fan's perspective than some journalist who's trying to be unbiased. And, take, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's fun to put your emotions into it and to yeah. really convey this is what it feels like to be a fan to someone who's reading about it. So how does that then transition to, hey, you know what I should do? We should We should have a podcast about this team. Yeah, it was a it was another pretty organic thing where me um, I just wanted to do more, and I felt like there was more I could contribute. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another guy, Alex Warren, uh, who felt similarly. So we were like, "Why don't we just start a podcast?" Uh, there was there was other podcasts similar um, that would cover the independence in some degree, but mm-hmm. there wasn't um, a specific independence dedicated podcast. Sure. Um, so that's why we started talking jacks. Um, it's been really fun because we did it and we're like, we're probably going to get like 20 people to listen to it. Sure. Um, half of them are going to be my parents and Alex's parents. <laughs> and then the three other guys we got at SNST. Well, that's, that's better than I could do. My parents won't listen to this. They don't, <laughs> they couldn't care less about soccer. You know who else won't listen to this? My wife will not listen uh, to this. <laughs> she doesn't care about soccer. It's, it's a tough sell. Um, <laughs> but it's been really cool just to see the, the camaraderie of, of different things because sure. last year, um, we kind of went into it not knowing what we were doing, just kind of just getting our feet wet doing it. And it's been really entertaining to get feedback, get fan questions, mm-hmm. um, talk about it in depth, because we were already doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. So we figured why not 
uh, share that information with other people. Sure. Um, and the USL is a really fun league because there's almost something s similar to what we do for each team in the Eastern Conference, and I assume in the Western Conference too. So there's a lot of like, oh, what do you know about this player? What do you know mm -hmm. about that player? Um, a lot of just camaraderie, which is really sure. fun. Um, which is really indicative of the, the sport of soccer, which what I love about it, is it's just different people coming together, um, singing songs, drinking beers, yeah. um, rooting for your team, even if you may not be doing the best. Yeah. Just having fun as a group. And, yeah. and I think, you know, that that's one thing that I have found, especially in the soccer community, for the most part. Now, we're not... We're not in Europe where people go a little crazy sometimes with, with opposing fan bases. But really, yeah. the cool thing about soccer is that, for the most part, if it's not some kind of heated rivalry, usually fans from both teams can kind of have this great camaraderie, can come together before and after games. Yeah, your, your two teams are going to each other, and yeah, you definitely want to win. You want the other team to lose. You want the other fan group to be disappointed. Yeah. But at the same time, there's not this like vitriol. Um, it's really, I, I, think, I think this game is is one that is conducive to, to bringing people together and that's such a cool that's such a cool thing and that's, that's some some of what we have at, at soccer and sweet tea of yeah you know I, i'm i'm an atlanta united fan no one else on staff is an no. atlanta united fan everybody actually <laughs> hates atlanta yes uh i'm a chelsea fan everyone else seems to like arsenal so there's yeah, like there's, there's a lot of arsenal there yeah, yeah so <laughs> but at the same time we can we can laugh and joke and come together over a love of the sport mm -hmm. that that supersedes a love of a of a particular team. I think that's super cool. So, talk a little bit about. Um, I know you're really familiar with USL. Um, obviously, Greenville FC is going to be in the NPSL, but there's there's certainly a lot of people, probably most people listening to this podcast who who don't know much about lower division soccer. They probably know Premier League. They might know some MLS. They they've probably watched the the men's and women's national teams at some point, but. They're not as familiar with these lower divisions. Um, I would love to hear from you as someone who's followed the USL in particular. Um, what is it about lower division soccer that's so special? And um, maybe there's some people looking for a USL team to support. Like, hey, while, you got, while you're getting on this NPSL team, there's some yeah. USL teams in our area as well in Charleston, in Charlotte, mm -hmm. um, coming in Atlanta, in Knoxville. Not Knoxville. Uh, just, just around the southeast. Mm -hmm. um, but talk a little bit about... Uh, Lower division soccer, and then the USL in particular, and maybe even maybe even give the sales pitch for why people should follow the independents this year. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, the thing, because I probably know more about lower division soccer, USL specifically, than I could tell you about Arsenal. And I'm wearing an Arsenal kit right sure. now. Um, it's There's a difference because you feel like you're a part of that team. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's very similar for yeah. other teams too, but it's it's a local camaraderie. You get to shake the hands of the players after the fact, um, which is you get a connection to the team like you don't get anywhere sure. else. Uh, the, the one reason why I love the independence is you get to shake the hand of the owner. Yeah, you, you get, he's just a normal guy. You get to hang out with him, which is nice. Um, and there's so much of a connection you have with that. And also, one thing I've loved too is you get to kind of see the development of soccer. In America, mm. because for in, for reference's sake, that first year uh, when I went to an Independence game, um, we had a guy loaned to us from the Rapids, uh, Marlon Hairston, who was developing as a as a player and now is a consistent starter for the Rapids. Sure. He's now even 
been playing for the U.S. men's national team a little mm-hmm. bit. So it's really cool for me as a fan to say, hey, I've seen him play in person. Yeah. And it's it's cool as well to see maybe Enzo Martinez go up the ladder from being an independence player mm-hmm. to a, a MLS player in, uh, for the Rapids. Mm-hmm. And it's – the biggest thing I'll say is – because I've been to different – last year I went to PDL games, NPSL games, obviously more USL games, but even some MLS games a couple times – and the quality is there. Like, you think as you go down the tiers, you're losing finishing ability. It's just a, it's just a mess of mm-hmm. different uh, soccer abilities. But it's – you really get your money's worth. Yeah. You, you really get to see quality players. Yeah. Um, and I think you'll even really get that in the NPSL. Because one thing I found really cool was um, just recently I saw that one of the players that played last year for – Asheville City mm. got signed to a Bundesliga two team, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Like you think, it's it's just really cool to see players develop. Um, you get a part of that team, and you get camaraderie with players with different uh, people in the stands and whatnot. Mm. Um, and it's just something you don't get anywhere else. Um, yeah, I don't think. I mean, I, that, that, that's I what think, I'll say. I think anybody who's been to a college soccer game or a high school soccer game, like. The one thing about soccer that I think transcends uh, skill level and professional level is that there's quality soccer at yeah. all levels. Whereas, like most sports, it's not. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I think soccer is one of those things where I mean, you can go out and watch five and six year olds play soccer and yeah. see some amazing, amazing soccer going down. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just went to watch my nieces play basketball this weekend in a game that ended six six. <laughs> After four seven-minute quarters, like, you know, that, that was painful. But, but yeah. soccer is one of those things that, like, it's, it doesn't feel that way. And so even yeah. though this is a, a quote-unquote minor league, semi-pro, pro-amateur, you know, soccer team, it's, you're not getting lower division quality. I don't think so, you, yeah. You know, they might not be up to the skill of the, the Ronaldos and the Messis, yeah. but – they can still play the game well, and and with everybody else in this division kind of being on that level, you're still going to get great games. Yeah, and I think, too, one thing you – maybe I'm a little biased, but I think you see in soccer at any level, really, is you see the passion that the players play with. Yeah. Um, You really see that with the independents, specifically with Enzo Martinez and and Alex Martinez, maybe a little too much sometimes, where they're they're yelling back and forth with players and refs Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, but it's it's really entertaining to see and feel like you're a part of supporting that team and those players. Mm-hmm. They're just giving everything they've got. Yeah. They and they're just different levels too, which is entertaining. Um, and it's cool. I think right now it's it's fun to be a soccer fan because whoever you wanted to support in the USSF <laughs> election, I don't want to talk about it too much because, yeah. quite frankly, it was whatever for me. But you get to kind of see. The development of soccer in yeah. America, yeah, uh, which is hugely entertaining for me, and you get to see different players at different stages of their career. Um, it's just, it's a, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't. You just gotta go, and I, and I, I don't know how to describe it other than that. And, and I think, I think soccer in America right now is is what Bitcoin was about two years ago. Like yeah. you're, you're able to buy low on this thing that, <laughs> that 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 honestly, I really genuinely think is about to just really explode. Yeah. Um. I you know I think it's not you're not going to be too many years from now, and soccer is not going to be this 
fourth, fifth, sixth most popular sport in America, mm-hmm. I think it really is going to be up there as a major competitor yeah. to the NFLs, the NBAs, Major League Baseball. I mean, it, it, it is getting there, and it is going fast. So, hey, look, no better time to become a soccer fan than right now. Yep. So why should people who are just coming to soccer, Green Bluff sees maybe kind of the first lower division soccer team they've really followed, why should they – uh, follow the USL, and why should they in particular follow the Charlotte Independents? Give, give your sales pitch. Because, wow, that's a really, it's a inc- inc- crazy question, but I like it. Um, because the Independents have players that you just, I'm, like, it's, I don't want to say Enzo Martinez because we may not even have him <laughs> this year, but we've we've just got really dedicated players that love the city um mm-hmm. that's one reason i love about yeah. the team is our captain he's he's essentially like a he might as well be a spokesperson for the city sure um and he's even a transplant of charlotte too but he he's an advocate for the city um which is Bilal duckett he's one of our defenders mm-hmm. uh, we call him super duck um is one of our nicknames for him and i i will guarantee you if you come to a game you will have a camaraderie there mm-hmm. um come and hang out with us, hang out with Jack's militia. Um, and we just have fun with it. They, we, we probably make fools of ourselves sure. more often than not. Um, but yeah, and it's just, it's a fun league to play because you see different types of play styles. You'd see different skill levels and different players. Cause you'll see like the, the New York Red Bulls too, that are more development side mm-hmm. and you'll see the independents that are more of like a, We've got dedicated players that are from this city mm-hmm. that want this team to succeed. They want to bring a championship to Charlotte, and it's go to a game. Yeah, I, I promise you, you won't regret it. And the USL, at, at least for now, um, is is easily accessible. It is, yes. Um, hopefully, crossing my fingers, it'll be available on YouTube, completely free to stream all year long. Uh, and eventually, it's probably going to go to ESPN Plus, but. Um, but even that, you'll be getting yeah. your money's worth. Oh, I mean, yeah. you really will. Uh, you really will because there's there's almost. I mean, you'll you'll have weekends where there's <clears throat> five or six games. Sure. And you got different levels of talent. Um, you got different players you can root for. There, there's always something going on with the USL, and yeah. there's a lot of connection you can have. Um, even if you are in, living in Greenville and, and want to support the Independents, they've got stats you can look up. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a lot of connection you can have to a team, even if you're not necessarily sure. in that city. Yeah, yeah, and and I can just say from my experience, last year was kind of my first year following the USL. Um, I started following the Charleston Battery, being a, another you know our South Carolina USL team, and yeah. was able to watch all their games on YouTube. Um, and, and it's you know it's really cool to kind of watch watch something even if even if you're not in that city, even if you're not there and Charlotte's certainly you know, Charlotte's honestly closer than Charleston is to yeah. here. I mean that's <laughs> it's a, it's an hour and a half, two hours to get up to Charlotte and uh, see a game and um that that's a great a, a great encouragement to to jump in. And here's the thing. W- once you get invested in it, once you get invested in the USL, that five dollars that ESPN plus is gonna cost is gonna seem like nothing because guess oh, yeah. what? The, the cool thing about it is you're going to get a ton of soccer. You're going to get USL. You're mm-hmm. going to get all the MLS games. You're going to get probably some more even even uh, European games out of that too. So 
I think it's going to be worth it even when it happens. But for now, hey, it's free. Mm-hmm. It cost you. It literally cost you nothing. Mm-hmm. And you got the summer. You know, there's no sports on you want to watch. Nobody yep. wants to watch baseball. Let's just be honest. No, it takes no. too long. It's not exciting. <laughs> the season isn't important until a hundred games are played. Yeah, at least, at least until August, you don't <laughs> need to watch baseball. Just no. watch soccer. It's way better. Yep. Um, so now that we've now we've kind of talked about lower division soccer, we've talked about your your connection to Greenville a little bit, but Tell me in particular, what are you excited to see with this team? Um, what are your hopes for the team? What gets you fired up about Greenville FC? The biggest thing that gets me excited about it is I've, I've always felt like Greenville would support a soccer team. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing what they have in, in Charlotte with that team and the connectivity that they have to the fans and the players just – Essentially, being wanting to support the fans and and vice versa, um, I really think that can flourish in Greenville. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see that passion and that dedicated fan base to be in Greenville, mm-hmm. um, being ba- basically my hometown. Um, I would, I, and I think it would thrive here. I, I'm yeah. really excited to see that um, come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, I, no matter what division it is, I will support it. Um, and I, I'm wholeheartedly excited to see what can happen. I, I feel like if it'll be a success, if the ownership is open, uh, which it feels like they are. It, yeah. That, that's the the most encouraging thing, and the thing I'm most excited for is it feels like we got a really good ownership group in Greenville. Yeah. yeah. Um, that just wants to see the sport of soccer grow. Right. And, and that's what makes me most excited because you'll see different owners here and there that you can tell they're just trying to get a buck. Sure. Um, but you can you can feel that this ownership group wants to boost up this city, right. which is awesome, and it's another piece to the puzzle to make Greenville that much better of a city. I think. Yeah, and I, I think that's the thing about soccer, and I know you mentioned this with some of your Charlotte players, but soccer really does feel more than any other sport. It's it's a sport that when a team is in your city, it really feels like they carry the weight of representing. Yeah that city on their back like it mm-hmm. it's it's it, when you wear a crest in soccer when you put on a jersey a kit and you have that crest there's something about soccer players that like instinctively they'll lay down their life for that yeah. i mean it, it's 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 almost a, a military-esque kind of mindset yeah. of you know this i represent the city i represent this place and this team is more than just a, a quote-unquote sports team. This is really a family. It's really something about yeah. pushing the game forward, pushing the city forward, um, and lifting the fans up on their back. So I think that's really uh, a, a good word there. Um, anything else you want to you wanna share with folks? Anything else about soccer, about Greenville, about what you're doing over, over on your podcast or your writing stuff? Yeah, I mean, I would say if you're hesitant about supporting a team in Greenville just because it's not an MLS team, you're not going to be disappointed no matter what division it is. With it being the NPSL, it may not be you're not going to get a Messi or a uh, a Tim Howard in goal or, or different top-tier you players. You don't know that. Uh, well, <laughs> Marco seems like a very crafty person, so maybe. Backing up the Brinks truck here. <laughs> Messy to GVLFC. I'm going to start the hashtag There you today. go. Hashtag. Hashtag <laughs> it up. But I really feel like you'll you'll get your money's worth with this team. And it 
personally, I can speak from experience that if you put forth an effort to put yourself out there as a fan, to mm-hmm. sing those songs, mm-hmm. to get to know people, there's a brotherhood there that I've, I haven't found anywhere else, I'll be honest with you. And um, sisterhood. And sisterhood, brotherhood, sisterhood, right. camaraderie. Got to be all inclusive here. Don't want to forget about the sisters. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like you you can't find this anywhere else in other sports or, mm-hmm. or different venues, at least I've found. Yeah. I feel like if you, you go out there and try it, you'll enjoy it, I think. 100%. And this is coming from someone who, you, like you said earlier, your first your first real connection to soccer, yep. you're, you developed your love for soccer in the lower divisions. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, I think that's a huge encouragement to anybody who's new to this, uh, new to soccer in general, or new to really following a team. Um, hey, jump in. Ask people around you that you've become friends with, like, hey, what – what European teams do you do you support? Then then you can find you know you you develop this community. Yep. And you can kind of there's there's no bandwagons in soccer. Piggyback on what somebody else loves. It's yep. fine. Like it's <laughs> it's great. I mean people are people love to come together and support teams together. So um, Ben, thanks for joining us. Um, thanks for making the effort to to get together and do this. I think this is going to be super helpful. Um, yeah. To people who Thanks listen, for having me, man. hey, anytime. And hey, listen, Ben is going to be at some games this year for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually down here tonight. We're recording this on the night of a, of a big Milltown Operatives meetup, so he's going to be over there meeting some of you guys, hopefully. Yes. Um, and you will hear this after, obviously, that all <laughs> happened. But um, you know, he's going to be around uh, supporting the club, and so hopefully, um, you'll get to meet him uh, down the road. So, thanks again. Yeah. Big thank you once again to Ben Gosshorn. Make sure you go follow him on Twitter at the Soccer Goose. Uh, ben is writing articles at Soccer and Sweet Tea alongside of myself. He just wrote a great article this week about the Milltown Operatives and about the meetup last week. So you should go check that out. It's got a lot of good information in there. I think he's really excited about it along with all of us. Um, so really grateful that he was able to jump on the podcast. Hey, maybe you're thinking, I would love to be on the podcast. I would love to give an interview. We'd love to have you. I'd love to set up something. Why don't you send me an email? Yeah, that soccer show at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at YTSS podcast. And I would love to try and set something up because like I said, we're, we're wanting to do this, uh, once every three, four or five episodes, try to get a, a featured spot with, with a fan, um, just to kind of highlight some of you guys to help build the community in Greenville, the soccer community. So this is going to be great. Hey, one last thing you can do for us before you go. I know we've talked about this before, um, but it's a major help to everything we're trying to do. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, just go to yeahthatsoccershow.com slash Amazon and just start there. It doesn't add anything to what you're, you're buying. It just takes a little bit of Amazon's profits and throws it our way so we can make the podcast better. Um, I don't know if you saw, we redesigned our logo. We're super excited about the new logo. I love the new logo. It's so much better than the old one. I really threw the other one together in about five minutes just to try to get something up. But uh, this one, I think, is one that is really going to go the distance. Uh, hopefully, we can make some stickers, maybe some shirts or something. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But uh, yeah, and honestly, I'd love to get some stickers and just be able to give those out for free. Um, but I, I don't make any money for doing this podcast. Um, so anything you could throw my way with that simple little task, it won't cost you anything. It'll really help us to continue to b- build the soccer community here in Greenville. Hey, we're going to try and do a special episode drop for you in the next day or so covering the final game of the Carolina Challenge Cup down in Charleston. 
Um, I was actually able to go down for day three of the Carolina Challenge Cup, and I'm hoping uh, that you will love this extra bonus coverage. It's not specifically about Greenville FC, um, but I think it's about soccer in our state. And maybe some. we're going to talk a little bit about some potential things that that Greenville could look at the Carolina Challenge Cup and how we could try to maybe even potentially down the road do something very similar here. So thanks for tuning in, guys, and can't wait to see you next time.